0: One and welcome to another episode of Younger by the Minute. I am Jennifer Speiser, and I'm with my handsome husband and co-host.
1: Jamie Speiser.
0: So I wanted to dig in a little bit today. Um, this is the third episode of the year that we're doing, and it's going to be based on aesthetics. And so we're in the middle of a rebrand, and we've rebranded the company name to Precision. And underneath that, we have the different divisions, fitness, medicine, and then also aesthetics, obviously nutrition is woven into all three departments as it is the core and that's where i really got inspired to do this podcast today because for me being an esthetician since gosh 2004 and someone that had terrible acne that has had other aesthetic elements that bothered me that i've actually cleared up like varicose veins and other varicosities and not just by doing um sclerotherapy by honestly doing yoga and diet and decreasing inflammation and taking saw palmetto and horse chestnut I wanted to talk about the importance of really having a precise, individualized plan for whatever your goal is. And that's not just going to be with Botox and filler. It's going to be with Botox, filler, biostimulators, nutrition, aesthetics, everything. Because if you're not getting, as what Jamie likes to say, to the root cause, you're actually just doing yourself a disservice and you really should make a nice methodical plan and really get to the root of it because it's going to not only help you have longer lasting goals long-term or reach the status that you wanted to reach long-term. It's actually going to heal your body as well.
1: Right. So let's kind of get into this. Like, so one, how would someone get started with this?
0: Um, A very in-depth consultation. So making a consultation, and even for people that live from afar, we can always talk skincare too, but an in-depth consultation, head to toe assessment, because if, Say someone is losing some of their hair, you know, as I've evolved as a provider, I can look, okay, if they have a little bit of hair loss, if they come in and say they don't like their eyes, they have puffy eyes, but yet I notice hair loss that it's automatically triggering me into possibly a thyroid issue. If I don't get the thyroid issue addressed, then I'm just going to be chasing my tail with the under eyes. And we could do facial after facial, eye cream after eye cream, or if I did injections, it could make it worse, like filler more specifically. So you make a consult you get a head to toe assessment. And at that point, at that point, a 12 12- to 16 week plan should be written.
1: Okay. And what all goes into looking at a 12 12- to 16 week program?
0: So it's going to depend on what the goal is. So it, say, let's just talk about the eyes. If the eyes are really what the patient's pain point is, and that's what we needed to, to talk about, we're going to talk about what their nutrition and sleep hygiene looks like. We're going to talk about what skincare they're currently using. So those are things that we're going to address. If they need blood work, we're going to go to blood work. If they need a nutrition plan, all of that stuff. And then we're going to talk about taking things in stages, you know, really getting some collagen induction going with microneedling and facials. Perhaps they need something even more involved, like the Agnes, which is a little bit more precise microneedling. Um, and then we'll look at neurotoxin. We might look at threads, just building a plan that's going to be best suited for that patient. Does that answer your question?
1: It does. Um, take a step back here. So what's the priority, what's the importance of sleep? Why do we need to take a look at that?
0: Oh gosh. Well, not sleeping. It, it causes so much dysfunction in the entire body. So if you're not sleeping, you're not, your body repairs itself when it sleeps, you know? So sleep is huge
1: what are some of the things that you usually will tend to like recommend? What are top two things that you see common that you would recommend to someone that's having sleep issues?
0: I would say melatonin, but blood work. Okay. Cause it could be a low progesterone issue.
1: Right. All right. And then we get and into then your... also
0: devices.
1: Right. And then you talked about skincare um, talk about the differences in, in, in skincare And the importance of looking at that, because I know that you've, and the reason why I bring that up, because I know that you've had clients literally bring in a grocery bag of skincare products before, and you're literally like, throw them all the way.
0: Well, I'll only do that if necessary. So like, I'm not someone that believes that you have to use everything that's on our shelf. Correct. And I'm not someone that is ignorant to the fact that, you know, we're going to have to work within a budget in most cases, right? Um, There are great over-the-counter cleansers and things like that that do work and do supplement. I'm also okay. If someone uses a competitor's product, I will gladly fit that in and help them with their right regimen. I, what I don't like is people buying things off of Amazon because it's falsely labeled a lot. I've actually had counterfeit products brought into my office and it's, it's insane to me. But the biggest thing that people need to understand is honestly, it doesn't really matter how much the product is. I just had a patient last week come to me. Her sister bought her La Mer, which is a great, you know, they say a great line. I don't want to put any lines down, but it has a very, very high price tag. It's more of one of elite, you know, people kind of use it to say that they can use it. She was having a severe allergic reaction to this product. And it's because they, again, just like with supplements, The FDA does not regulate what's on the labels of skincare. So you don't always know what's going on in it, I should say. So you really want to use a pharmaceutical grade skincare and you want to have it come from a place that's reputable. So you're buying it from an office or from a place that is actually truly certified to sell those things. Um, The other thing is, is a lot of things like let's look at vitamin C, for example, a lot of things say that they have vitamin C. Okay. But is it in the right form to actually get into the cell to cause change? Because vitamin C works inside the cell, vitamin E works around the cell. Second thing is, is I don't want to get too scientific, but each cell has a semi permeable membrane that allows for things to go in and out of that cell. If it's too big or if it's not the right form, like, for example, with nutrition, MCT mm-hmm. oil or something that the cell is going to recognize, you're just putting expensive stuff that's sitting topically on your face. It's not going to actually wake up the mitochondria, which wakes up the energy house, which then wakes up the skin cell. So you really have got to be careful that there's a lot of things that false has those false claims to it.
1: Right. And I think another thing that is important to be looking at everything is, just like with supplements, you could be taking certain supplements to counteract other things. So, like oh, certain yeah. skin cares, if you have too many things that are drying out your skin, or too many yeah. things that are o- making your skin too oily, um, that is the importance of really sitting down with with someone like yourself or one of our staff, or you know, even if it's a competitor sitting down with them and talking about everything that you're doing because that way you're not working against the money that you're investing into yourself
0: absolutely actually one of the biggest culprits for oily skin is skin that's been dried out too much because you're actually making your skin make more sebum more oil because it's trying to you know become less compromised your skin has a microbiome as well you know so using things that are kind of like probiotics for the skin are a great thing Also beware of things that claim to have growth factors. I'm here to tell you that growth factors are incredibly unstable. They usually need to be frozen or they need to come from your own body. And anything that comes from a growth factor that isn't human We're not apples. So like I see all these things with growth factors, the apple growth factors. Okay, that's great, but we're not apples. So again, your body is not going to understand what you're trying to put on it. And if it can sit on a shelf for months at a time, I'm sorry, I don't think it's going to work. One of my favorite lines is Stefanage because for a growth factor product, because it actually kind of like the secretagogues that we were talking Mm. about in the precision medicine one, it doesn't have growth factors in it. It makes your body make its own growth factor. So it kind of makes your body work and it it excites them and wakes them up. And it's amazing,
1: actually. And then another side would be, I think you brought up was, uh, tox, um, Botox,
0: Botox neurotoxin,
1: neurotoxins. Thank you. And fillers. Yes. Right. What about them. And I think that's important. Again, like, again, everything is in phases and working mm-hmm. in conjunction with each other. Right. So I know that there's steps that you will take when building out someone's program, as far as we do this first and then we do this second, then we do this third. Right.
0: Yes, so like a
1: layering effect.
0: Yes, because if you're trying to treat lines that are static or lines that are already set in. So when we're young and have lots of collagen, we have dynamic wrinkles, which means when you frown or you smile, you make the expression and then they go away. Eventually they become static or like a piece of paper that's been folded over and over again. The crease is there. It's, It's static. It's staying. So if somebody has something that they don't like, so they have crow's feet that they don't like. One, I need to get them to stop making the crow's feet. So I need to use a neuromodulator to help decrease the muscular contraction. And then I would go into my collagen building treatment. So I would go into microneedling RF. I'd go into, I really like the microneedling RF under the eyes because it has coagulation. So it allows for me to get right up to that lash line. I would be talking to them about what they're ingesting on the inside to produce collagen, whether it be liquid collagen or vitamin ADK10, et cetera. But then I would also be talking to them about their skincare. And once we do a series based on how far we need to go with inducing collagen, then we could talk about filler or threads or anything like that. Because the last thing I want to do is dissolve what I'm trying to put in there.
1: Right. And then another phase of this would be what lasers would you use?
0: Correct. And everybody's a little different. You know, I'm going to try to pick something that's multifaceted for the patient. So if they have some sun damage, but they also need collagen, I'm going to go with our Venus Viva because I could do the IPL, I can do the RF and then I can do the, I'm sorry. I used to say the tribella it's all with the Venus, but you get what I'm saying. If it's, Mm. If it's just that they need, you know, true collagen induction and they don't have pigment, then we can just go with the scarlet. So again, I'm going to pick what's best.
1: Right. So something I'm kind of picking up here, and I can see the importance of really kind of sticking, you know, that's one thing I love about our place is we do so many different things. We're not just, you know, um, a facial facility. We just don't do Botox fillers. Mm -hmm. We just don't have lasers, like we combine everything together. But I think the importance of what I'm hearing in this is that, to have someone who's kind of in control of the whole process, that way you're not jumping from person to person. You have an aesthetic person at this place. You have right. a laser person at this place. You're an injector person at this place. Nobody really knows what the other is doing. And now you're kind of, they're kind of working against each other. And you're kind of spending money in ways that you shouldn't because, you're one, you might not be needing to buy those services. But, two, some of the services that you're doing could be unraveling the things like – that you're doing, kind of like, you know, getting some filler put in and then you go have this laser treatment done yeah. that could un- undo the, the, the filler.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important. A lot of people don't realize that aesthetic medicine is a part of medicine. So just like you need to tell your doctor everything that you're doing, if you really want to be safe and you really want to have effective care, you have to do the same thing with your provider. And if your if the provider gets upset with you, then you need to think about that because, I don't get upset and I know, you know, and I'm, I'm not here to bash anybody, but I don't mind. I just need someone to be honest so I can deliver the best care in the most ethical way possible. I also will refuse to do certain things if someone's going to be in the sun. If someone's had, you know, we just had a patient that I had to turn away when I was in Florida working last week because she had a temporal lift within the last 60 days she tried to tell me she didn't have filler and I could clearly see bruising and um, periorbital edema under her eyes. And she eventually told me she had filler placed two days ago. She clearly would have spent the money. I could have done anything to her, um, but it was really an educational point for someone that I know had body dysmorphic disorder. And I will not do anything that's unethical because at the end of the day, that I took an oath to do no harm. And any provider that is working on you, that's a nurse, a PA, an NP, or an MD also took the same oath and they need to live up to that. And I'm not saying that anybody's like, for example, if somebody only offers fillers and Botox, everybody's at a different stage in their life and they have every right to do what they want as a business. But what they don't have a right to do is try to be disingenuous.
1: Correct. And that's kind of what I was saying, like leading to is like when you go to a place and you do have an injector and that's all they, they like to do, then I think the, the client patient needs to really let them know like, hey, I just had this done or that. You know, just to let them know so they know what they're injecting into or what the, per- the Correct. person's been doing.
0: Yeah, you have to. Um, you know, one thing, the body is very intricate and it, a lot of things work together. You know, your skin is an organ. And then also aging is very intricate. You're not just making wrinkles. You're losing bone. Your musculature, the structure of that is changing and becoming thinner and weaker. You're losing fat pads. They're either descending or they're decreasing in size. You know, so that's why I like to take a multifaceted approach because you're aging in a multifaceted way. So for the most long lasting and natural looking results is to go after that, hitting a little bit of everything, kind of like just treating a little bit of everything of what's going on.
1: Right. So tell us, is there anything else you'd like to share about, uh, about this?
0: I feel like it's really important for people to understand that how they live their life is a huge, huge thing. You know, if they're not using the right skincare, if they're not taking the right proper care of themselves, whether they get too much sun exposure, they smoke, they're not dealing with their stress, they're not sleeping well. It's kind of like going to the dentist without brushing brushing your teeth. You know, don't just think about what you need aesthetically when you're in the aesthetic office. Think about your lifestyle and how, you know, you should radiate and be kind of a mirror image of how you you have your self-care.
1: Yeah, I think one big piece of that puzzle too is hydration and, and food. You know, eating a bunch of sugar uh, inhibits collagen production. Um, Again, we've talked about, you know, the importance of having a healthy gut biome, how that can impact um, your overall aging process, um, smoking, drinking, all this plays a role in the whole thing. So again, you know, I look at this as the stuff that people buy through us. I mean, it's a big investment. It is. And, you know, I would kind of say like, if you go buy a hundred thousand dollar car. I mean, unless you can really afford, it, I don't think you're just going to go out and trash it and off road it. You know, it's like, you're going to really take care of that car because it's a lot of money and you want to keep it nice. And you're proud of what you, what you purchased and what you own and you want to keep it that way. So kind of like with this stuff, you're going to invest into that. Then you should also be doing the work outside of that, which would be again, coming back to hydration, nutrition, overall health, um, sleeping, you know, we talked about that at the very beginning. So I think that all plays a role in it.
0: And there's a few things there. So if you're postmenopausal, right? And your estrogen is gone, you're completely down, you've lost all collagen, your bones are starting to deteriorate. When your bones start to break down, you're now releasing toxins, which is making inflammation. So it's really it needs to be treated as a whole, it needs to go deeper than what it is at the surface level to really help. And by doing so you're actually going to regenerate your own body and take and go backwards and age your body is like a car and nutrition is you know kind of like the oil that you put in the engine you need Mm -hmm. to use high quality oil and gasoline and therefore you're going to get more years or miles on that car so I think that you know we do ourselves a disservice by not investing in ourselves as a whole and this isn't just even beyond aesthetics it's nutrition it's fitness it's our whole body health because if you're not doing everything you can for your body it's the thing that you live in for for your entire life and so i think by doing that and really going deeper and really making the investment in yourself you're doing a lot of things because um you know even if you look at the brain the brain has the ability to actually go backwards um and to regenerate and heal itself so even for anything for your cognitive health just do it right and the other thing you made me think of is Think about your dentition. If you're stressed out and you're not dealing with stress, I guarantee that you're grinding your teeth. It's going to accelerate lower face aging out the wazoo. So just think about it. Start kind of paying attention to where you carry your stress. Maybe unclench your jaw. Just relax. And that will also help how you how you look and feel.
1: Right. You know, the, the stuff you're talking about on the aesthetic side is, you know, kind of we're going back to the car analogy here. But this is it's kind of like taking your car in for a tune up. You know, you yeah. change the spark plugs, you change the oil, change the air filter. This is all stuff. But you need to start doing that from the time you bought the car. Do that every 3,000, 6,000, whatever the, that is. So it's kind of the same thing there because here's the difference between your body and the car. You don't get to trade it in on a new model. <laughs> no. You know, you, you have one shot with that body, treat it the best you can. And like I made the reference, yes, you can go in for the tune up work to slow down the aging process. But you're but once the damage is done or gone too far, you just don't go to get to go mm-hmm. to the human lot and trade it in for a new new body.
0: No, and then like for example, that makes me think of like people that want facelifts. They're like, oh, I'm gonna wait till I have a facelift. Well, that might be great, and, you know. And also, some of my patients are still gonna need facelifts. But if you do the tune-ups over time, when you do kind of upgrade the car, it's gonna look better, you right. know, because you're gonna have healthier skin and healthier quality. So don't just try to upgrade by getting surgery do everything you know and there is a place for it but do everything a little bit along the way and you'll have a better result right
1: i mean not to my own home here but you know this 49 year old car body (laughs) looking like a 35 year old i don't know but i'm just saying so well
0: it's true (laughs) aging backwards is a thing and i mean shoot look at the memes with the golden girls versus like j-lo now i mean it's everything it's hair it's the way we dress it's the way we carry ourselves and i'm here to tell you don't feel guilty by taking care of yourself as long as you're doing it with still appreciating who you are and what you look like and you're not doing it from a place that is just I mean we're all insecure we all have our things but doing it with grace and and admiration for yourself is actually a good thing
1: you are your best investment physically mentally and spiritually yep you should never feel bad about it
0: ever 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 and if you have children you're just teaching them to take care of themselves and you know self-care is self-love
1: all right. I think that might be it for this episode. Yep. All right. Well, thank you for turning, tuning in to another episode of Younger by the Minute. I'm Jamie Spicer.
0: I am Jennifer Spicer, and I really appreciate you guys listening. And just remember, this is the only podcast where you can get younger just by listening.
1: <laughs> Have a good day. Bye.